went shopping at Food Line today. Saw a woman checking out. Black sweatshirt. Number seven. Written house. <laughs> what? Bro, bro. She had a sweatshirt with written house written on the back of it. And it was like a jersey. Number seven. What co- it was just black? Yeah, so. <laughs> bro. What did the. Wait. Was it like you think her last name was Rittenhouse and it was her kids like so, football sweatshirt yeah, or something? Yeah, it was just really unfortunate because it was uh, uh, she turned around and it was just like Monticello lacrosse, I guess. Uh, um, but yeah, that's pretty edgy. <laughs> Shout out number seven on that high school's lacrosse team. <laughs> that's wild. But when I first saw it, I like because I just saw the back and I was like, no way, dude! I thought it was gonna be some kind of like support sweatshirt or something dude like you stand with written house bro that's whack that's out did you say anything i said something to, to my girlfriend yeah but i was just kept pointing at her and i was like Whoa. <laughs> that's crazy oh man well here we go episode three of the good fridays podcast Yes, it's hard to keep track. Right already, and we're only three in. Right, we just um, just went live with our Instagram last night. Um, surprised to get as much, uh, I guess, hype or feedback. Um, I I had a lot of people reach out to me and say say they were really looking forward to this Friday and they're they're excited for for what we have coming. Yeah, the support has been definitely more than I thought. I honestly thought I would get roasted more <laughs> than than any support but um but yeah shout out to everybody who slid up on the story and is hype about the first drop yeah so with this podcast um you'll be you'll be hearing conversations between us um involving things like life music um sports or really anything else that crosses our mind on like a day-to-day basis so thank you for tuning in Anything notable happened to you since the last time we spoke? Yeah, this, um, well, this past weekend, we, my girlfriend Sierra and I, we had a little housewarming party at our new place and got a chance to see a lot of my friends and family. And I think you might have been there. This was all just a setup for me to tell my story about leaving your housewarming party. Oh, that's right. Well, before we get on that, I would just like to shout out everybody who uh everybody who's listening who who came through to to warm the house and celebrate with us. It really meant a lot and it was nice to see um a few old faces and always a good time getting together with friends and family. It was good to see you guys or meet you for the first time. I had a lot of fun. Yeah, exactly. All right. Let's get to your story. So decided to leave probably ten thirty or so. Um it's about an, about an hour drive in between, so get back. We weren't too worried about getting back at 1130. It's not too bad. Get about 15 minutes down the road, and it was either a pothole or just something in the road, but all of a sudden I just hear a huge bump, and I look at my dash, and it's telling me that I have two flat tires. Yikes. So pull over, call the roadside assistance thing. Um, They told me, okay, we'll have a tow truck there within an hour and a half. 
So we're thinking as much as it sucks, me and my girlfriend are just sitting and we figured we're just going to wait because it's is what it is. I told them we both needed a ride back and they were going to tow it to a dealership close to my house. So it wasn't a huge deal. So I guess about it, we probably waited the full hour and a half goes by. So now it's like midnight. Right. We call, we call to like get an update on our toe and they say, Oh, we haven't, <laughs> we haven't sent one yet. Or your process hasn't, your request hasn't been processed yet. After an hour and a half. Yeah. After an hour and a half. So then, as you know, we called you guys right. to come pick us up. Right. And what did we do? Came and picked us up. Exactly. So shout out to us for, <laughs> shout out to being good friends, you know, because I would want you to do the same thing if, if something like that happened to me. So, yeah, I was like, honestly, just happy we were at least close enough that it wasn't a major, major inconvenience. Yeah. It was only like 15, 20 minutes away. It could have been a lot worse if you were like, because we live like an hour and a half from each other. So if you were already like an hour down the road. I still probably would have helped, but I probably would have just taken you all the way home. Yeah, it would have been a whole different thing. So, go back to your place. Spend the night there. Thank you. Very accommodating. Of course. Actually having a bed to sleep in, not sleeping in the car. Yeah. Why wouldn't we do that? Wake up the next morning. Put in another request for a tow at about 7 o'clock in the morning. It's about when I woke up. And then... um. They probably get with me about nine, ten o'clock, probably. Um, and they actually confirm they have a tow. So, Progress. so once again, I put in that I needed two people to ride back with the tow truck driver. So the tow truck driver calls me and he tells me that he only has one seat <laughs> in his tow truck and they don't have any trucks that can seat two people. Even though you put in the request for two people. Yeah. It's like, why even give you the option if it's not an option? Yeah, I would have been, at least I would have been a little bit more prepared have they said something originally. But anyway, you took us over. Tow truck driver comes. Actually turned out to be one of my friends from high school, Nathan. Shout out. Shout out to Nathan, man. Dude, I couldn't even, he was like, I haven't seen you in a minute, dude. I was like, oh, fuck. (laughs) What's up, dude? I wanted to hug him. It's fucking somebody taking care of my car. Yeah, good dude. So, let him take it. Um, And then, luckily enough, I was able to, you were able to give me a ride over to my parents' place, and I just grabbed my mom's car and took that down here, and then here I am with four new tires. Just returned my mom's car last night, so back on track. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I, I saw your car coming in, so you had some fresh set of tires on there. Yeah, went with all four, so, you know, new tires. I guess that's cool. Was it steep? Yeah. It's Unfortunate. Like a, yeah, it's what it is. But probably the worst part of the whole thing is, and this I haven't told you about this yet, that morning when I gave him my car key, I didn't just give him my car key. I just handed him my keys. Oh, no. Your apartment <laughs> keys, dog. Oh, no. We get back, dude. We stopped to grab some food to go. So we're like, we're just so fucking excited to be home because this has been such a long process. 
pull in, take the keys out of the ignition. And I just look at her and I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't have any keys. Uh, so we had to call the maintenance guy, but the office was closed, so it's emergency maintenance. Right, because it's a Sunday. And he lives 45 minutes away. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So, but shout out to that guy, because he, like, he said something about, like, missing his grandkids' soccer game or something. So, shout out to him. Oh, your day got worse. He made you feel bad for that. Wait, so... What time was it when you finally got in got in your apartment? Probably like not too late still. It was probably like two thirty, three maybe. Which is nice because we got such an early start that day. That was yeah. the key. So, um but yeah, shout out to you guys for saving us and giving us a room Saturday night and then shout out Nathan for towing my car. Yeah, of course, man. Um Sierra and I were talking. We were like are they going to hold it against us because they were, they wouldn't have been in that predicament had they not come and left our little get together at our house? I'm like, I doubt it. I don't think CJ's the kind of guy to to do that. No, dude. The only thing I'm holding against is that stupid fucking road. <laughs> like it was just a shitty road, you know. Right. Like I, there might have been something laying in it, but I honestly just think like we just happened to hit a pothole the wrong way or a curve the wrong way, and it just like caught a sharp edge. So couldn't be helped, but happy to have new tires, I guess. Right, and you made it. You made it home just in time to see the Steelers. I think they won this weekend, right? Shout out, Mitchburg. Mitchburg, he's back. He's starting again. So Kenny Pickett got hurt. Ah, okay. But they both threw a touchdown pass, so they actually both played really well. Um, but yeah, they put up some points and they beat Tom Brady with all three of their <laughs> starting cornerbacks and starting safety out. So yeah. shout out Terrell Edmonds; he had a fucking monster game. That's huge. I think I think Tom's dealing with some off the field stuff too. Yeah. Shout out to Tom. Yeah, shout out to Tom. You're 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 uh, you're in our thoughts, buddy. So earlier today, got a pretty solid Snapchat memory. Um, I think it's from our sophomore year of us playing Macho Mug with our boy Jeff. Yo, I remember that. For people who might not know, Macho Mug is just this pretty much the same as quarters, right? Yeah, yeah. You have a quarter, and you're you're bouncing it off table or countertop into a shot glass and then you go to a certain score and then once you hit that score I believe or you're on your game point you have a um, like a pitcher of some sort and then you have to bounce the quarter into that pitcher um, for the game point and then that's Macho Mug and then the losing team has to has to finish the pitcher yeah in the video I think we both took out Jeff because he's he's just sitting there slamming this giant mug of beer and we're just like <laughs> pounding on the table. It's so good, dude. Like, I feel like when I was in college, I didn't take enough like m- videos and stuff, especially like on Snapchat because Snapchat does the part where it like helps you reminisce for you, which I think is pretty cool. Right. Um. It like you don't have to dig through which also it's fun to dig through old pictures and videos but 
yeah, I just feel like, but when I do get one, man, it's, it's such a nice feeling to see some stuff, especially things you forgot about like that. Like I didn't, that's not something I, you know, I think about very often. Right. Until something like reminds you of it. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I'm, I'm sort of the same way. I didn't take, I mean, I get memories from school on my Snapchat and I love seeing them, but I also wasn't one of those people who had something. I didn't have like a memory every single day. You know what I mean? It'd be like maybe once a week or a couple times a month. Um, cause I noticed I have some friends on my Snapchat. I feel like they're, they're post- posting their memories almost like every day. Um, and I'm, I don't know. Part of me is like, I'm glad I wasn't on my phone so much, you know? Definitely. I, I don't envy them for that, but it is also kind of nice to have a lot of memories. So I never get too upset or, you know, if I see somebody like on their phone, but, um, like trying to take a video of something, but yeah, I feel like I'm just kind of not, it's just not really me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I get that. At one point, weren't you trying to do like a 10 second video every day or something? Yeah. So I actually, I can't remember who I got the idea from, but, um, I remember seeing a couple of people do it and it was actually a one second video each day. And I did that a couple times, a couple semesters throughout my junior and senior year and, um, I really liked it. It was a fun little project and it got me, um, I don't know, it sort of forced me to, like if on one day I wasn't doing anything, like I was just laying around or chilling um, and I realized I hadn't done a video yet, it would sort of force me to get up and want to do something so I wasn't just taking a boring video, you know? Um, But yeah, yeah, I did that a couple times and at the end of each semester I would combine all the one second videos and put a song in the background and post it and I really liked it. It was, it was a really fun project. Yeah, my sister used to do that. Um, but I think she would do ten seconds. Um, and then she would always like show it at New Year's because she used to be like really big into having New Year's events and stuff. Right. Um, but it was still pretty cool because obviously if you're showing it to all your friends, they're gonna be in it at some exactly. point. Exactly. Yeah. So it kind of sparks the memories for them as well. But yeah, it's cool. I always tried to do it. I think I tried to do it when maybe even when we were freshmen, but I'm just bad at keeping up with things like that. I think I remember you saying that freshman year and you must have gotten it from if your sister did it for New Year's because I think it was I think you were saying it was one thing you wanted to try that year was to try to take a video every day. It's tough to do. It's tough to stay on top of. Yeah. Um, but then recently, she, I think she, I don't know if she still does it, but she did it after the, but I think she started doing that one second thing and she might even had like an app that reminded her to do it every day. Yeah. So that would definitely help. Yeah. I think mine was on an app. I didn't have a timer on it and I don't know if that's something they've implemented since I've, um, since I used to do it, but I do know there was a, there was like a free version and then you could pay for a version. So I'm not sure if that one, um, maybe has a timer. All I know is. When I was in school, I was not, I wasn't, there weren't many apps I was paying for, you know what I'm saying? For sure. For sure. What about like, like public things, like a concert or something? Do you have a lot of videos or pictures from concerts you've gone to? Yeah, I'd say, um, I don't know. I honestly, I struggle with that balance of, um, of trying to be in the moment but also trying to document the moment because I love the feeling of being in the moment, but I also love the idea of um, having stuff to look back on, sort of like how we were just talking about the Snapchat memories, how 
it is nice to be reminded of stuff that you were doing years ago, especially if it's like a fun memory. So I don't know. I really, I hate being that the one person who's got his phone up taking a video when everybody else around me is like, what the hell is this guy doing? Like, just enjoy the moment and stuff like that. But like I said, I, I struggle with trying to find that balance because I do like documenting, but I also just love not having to worry about it and just enjoying myself, you know? Yeah. I always, something I want to do a lot more of that I never do is like try to at least grab a picture of the stage beforehand or like the marquee outside or something to kind of document it because once a show starts, like I definitely don't want to take a video or a picture, but I feel like I never even grab something like outside the venue just so like, like for example, if I put it on Snapchat, like I wouldn't, it would remind me of it at some other point. So that's something I definitely want to do more of, but it is a tough balance because like having videos and pictures of moments are important, like home videos and stuff, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, you don't want everything to just pass you by because you're just filming it and worrying about the future. Yeah, I got you. And then like also just in just times where I'm like hanging out with friends or something, I'll look at, um, I guess it was for me, maybe back around middle school, I would see, um, start really looking through like my family's photo albums and stuff and seeing old photos. And I feel like most times I don't think about wanting to take pictures in certain moments, even if we're just hanging out or we're at the beach for the day or we're just, we're shooting basketball or something like that. I feel like those would be the cool pictures to ha- to be looking back on like 25 to 40 years from now and trying to rejog that memory, you know, because especially when you're in the act of doing like physically doing something, it's really hard for me to, to try to make that effort to grab a photo or something, you know, even if I'm not in the photo. Yeah. Yeah. I always love like classic, like ant behavior at like a family function that's like walking around taking candidates of everyone exactly you need that dude someone's got to do it yeah i don't know if we talked about this already or not but um, my mom just did i think it's called legacy box no i don't think we've touched on this um basically she sent them all of our like vhs home movies from when i was a kid like a kid kid wow and they like re-download them and sent them back to her on a flash drive which is pretty cool uh, maybe we touch on yeah that is pretty cool though yeah I don't know if we just talked about that like off air or if that yeah. was something we talked about here but yeah it's pretty cool so yeah next time I'm in town I gotta grab the flash drive off of her cause like just cool to have all of that but it's nice because I feel like without that they would just kind of be VHS's collecting dust you know what I mean like we have no means of playing a VHS right now right and you can sh- like once you have it on a on a flash drive, you can share it with your family. All you all you have to do is copy and paste it onto your laptop or whatever, right? Yeah, and then you can like chop it up because I think it's just like one long file, so it would take some going through. But like you could chop it up and then like find good clips and stuff, and you actually like can have them forever, which is pretty cool. That is sweet. Yeah, that I mean that sort of reminds me of um, I know people probably in the last like seven years, I've heard people do um like t-shirt blankets with old shirts that are sort of sentimental, you know, that's sort of what that reminds me of. Cause I've heard, I mean, I know some people can make their own blankets out of their own shirts and stuff. I'm not talented like that. So I know there's places you can send, um, like a bunch of shirts you have and they'll make it for you. But that's, that's sort of what that reminded me of. 
Yeah, it's just repurposing and actually using something like that's has sentimental value as opposed to just sitting in your closet collecting dust. So, yeah, I feel you. And then touch on one last thing um, on the like just looking back on stuff. And I think we talked about this in the the last pod that we recorded. But that was this is another reason I I was interested in doing the podcast is having this as something to look back on years and years from now and. I don't know. I I I like the idea of um, my kids being able to see this and see what their dad was like or whatever when he's twenty three years old. You know. Yeah, it'll be cool to kind of laugh at some of the shit that we were getting angry about and like you know like or whatever things that happened. So yeah, I agree. Especially when we're uh, rich and famous and Spotify gives us our five hundred million dollar deal. Yeah, Spotify. Uh, I sent you my email address yesterday. If you didn't get it, just uh, I'll send it again later today. Yeah, yeah, you should get on that. So, anyways, how's uh, how's work been? It's been good. Can't complain. Have been doing a lot of traveling. Um, more to come, but it's okay. You know, it's nice to see some different places and get away sometimes for a couple nights so are they uh, distance wise are they pretty long trips it can be you know it depends some days it's a couple hours you know or but yeah sometimes it's we'll go into a few different states and stuff so yeah and it can span over a couple of days but yeah I've definitely gone on like first drive of the day is like four hours and that's like Jeez. just to the first stop and then kind of going from there but, but yeah it's been okay does that um i mean i don't know how often you've done this but does that like having to do that for work does that take away the excitement of um going on a road trip to just for like a vacation destination or something like that yes and no um, the one thing it has done that I'll always be thankful for is like, it makes drives just seem so much less long. You That's know what true. I mean? Yeah. Like I can probably put four or five hours behind me before I'm starting to even think like this is kind of a long drive, which is definitely a skill. I think not everyone has. No, that's a fact. Um, but yeah, at the same time it makes, sometimes it makes taking vacation trips a little bit less desirable because I'm not home quite as much you know what I mean it makes them less desirable a little bit just because like you're already on the road for for work yeah and then just like an example of like a weekend trip right Uh, my girlfriend's been kind of working just grinding out tons of hard work at home shout out to her and weekend comes around she obviously wants to go and you know she wants to take a trip somewhere but me like if I was out on the road a bunch that week for me it would be more desirable to just stay home you know because I haven't got to do that so it's not that I'm just like not having fun when I take road trips for pleasure but yeah it can definitely make the ideal a little bit less desirable I guess yeah no I, I definitely get that um just to touch on like what I do just because I like in high school and in college, I would always enjoy hiking and stuff. And for work, I'm outside all the time. So 
on the weekends, it's I'm less likely to to want to want to do that in my free time just because I'm already doing it during the week. But I definitely get what you're saying. Um, have you been on? So what's like the longest? I guess longest uh, road trip not for work that you've been on. So my dad and I actually, I'll say have, because we couldn't get it done this year, but I don't think we will do it again in the future. Kind of a tradition of we'll go out to Colorado every few years, but we drive. Ah, okay. So that's probably close to over 20 hours, I guess. Jeez. Split up in over a few days, right? So, right. But yeah, you know, um, shout out to him for driving that whole way because I'm, he may have asked me to drive like an hour or something before, but yeah. he, he, man, he just buckles down and he went by himself this year. So, um, drive there and by, back. So, but yeah, that's probably the longest road trip I've been on. Well, definitely the longest road trip because that's pretty far. Right. Um, that's cool, though, that he didn't. I mean, I could sort of see my dad doing that same thing of just like once he gets in a groove, he's not too worried about um, switching driving or whatever. Yeah. and like, Especially if you're splitting up between days, too, and it's not just one shot. Yeah. And once you get out to like Kansas and stuff, it's like 80 miles an hour straight shot. And your next turn is like 300 miles away. Oh, wow. So you can throw on some music and not fall asleep, obviously, but you can kind of just like really cruise Coast. for a while. So that's cool. Yeah. I, I've never, I've never road tripped out that way. Um, the longest trip I've done, I believe it was when um, Sierra and I, we went down after, after we graduated from tech, me and a, a bunch of our, bunch of our friends went down to Key West for like one big celebration and it was like the week after graduation but um we were initially supposed to go on that trip for spring break our junior year I think it was junior or senior year I guess and then the school they didn't want us to have a spring break so they gave us like five random days throughout the semester so didn't end up going for spring break but um ended up sort of just making our spring break right after graduation. So it ended up being a lot of fun, but that trip was, I think it was about 16 hours and we did it in one shot taking turns driving. You drove 16 hours straight. We didn't sleep. No, I mean like we took naps, but it was straight shot. Damn. We left stop. No, I'm trying to think what time we left. I think we left at like maybe five 30 or something. Left Blacksburg at like five 30 and I think we got there at ten thirty maybe or something. It was mid morning because we couldn't. We got there early before our check in, so we kind of had to wait around a little bit. Um, I don't know how that math checks out, but I'm pretty sure it was about a sixteen hour drive. And I, uh, if we ever go down there again, I will be flying. Sixteen hour straight shot, dude. That's dedication to the fucking vacation, which I respect, bro. And we had. Um, we had a nice long playlist too, but I probably ran through it more than a few times just because of how long it was. Like it, it was crazy. Like I said, I, I can't bring myself to do that again, but yeah, playlist couldn't have been 16 hours. No, I mean, I've got some long playlists, but the playlist that we were listening to was like, um, I had a couple friends collab with 
for the playlist was supposed to be for like our week down at Key West and we play right. like by the pool and stuff like that. But um ended up just having that on to try to get in the mindset and uh, it took so long. And driving through I guess it was yeah, driving through Florida took forever. Because down in Key West is like the southernmost point. Yeah, and Florida's a big ass state. Seriously, so that was tough. And then we did straight shot back to um <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was tough. Bro. <laughs> they have these really sick things now called hotels. You can oh, stop like oh, halfway really? down and Seriously? then Yeah, dude. Just something to think about in the future. Bro, well, I mean Saved a little bit of money by not doing the hotel. Plus, fair. I don't know. Once you're on the road for that amount of time, and we were doing a decent job of switching off and catching naps. So, but yeah, it was tough. The last road trip I went on actually was, um, I guess this one was a few of us went up to Boston back in late April, I think. Um, and that that was a pretty fun trip. Me, Sierra, and my two co- uh, two cousins, Calvin and Noah. That that was a really good time. That's not a short drive either, right? That's like nine or ten hours up there, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's it's about that. I know. Um, I did it once when I was younger, but because I was younger, I I don't remember too much of the drive. Um, but it was actually really funny on on the trip we took recently. We ended up driving through New York City. At, at midnight on a Friday night and I kind of j- I don't I don't really know how it happened because I remember the first time we went we didn't do that um, but it was cool seeing the New York City skyline and everything and I, I get to say I drove through like I guess I don't know I can't remember what part we were in if we were Manhattan or what but it was crazy yeah have you ever uh, spent any time in New York before um, not, not really. My senior year in high school, we did, um, like our senior trip was to New York and I think we did two days, two days there, I think. Um, and that was kind of cool. Just walking around, seeing some of the stuff. I, th- I think we caught a show. So I think we caught like the Phantom of the Opera or something. Um, and then, uh, I'd say one of the most memorable things from that trip was obviously like going to see the Statue of Liberty and stuff but one of my buddies in high school we went to um, Flight Club and for all my sneaker heads out there um, Flight Club is this the sneaker store where the shoes there are so overpriced they're because they're all I think they're all supposed to be like dead stock so they're all in super super good condition um, and one of my buddies uh, bought a pair his first pair of Yeezys there and it was it was pretty cool to see they had um like the the Nike Air Mags, the shoes from Back to the Future in there, so that was pretty cool to see, and some other shoes that um, were really cool to see. Just because I was I was a little bit into sneakers in high school, um, but yeah, that 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 was one of the most memorable stops on that trip. I would love I would love to go back though. Yeah, I've been a couple times when uh, I was in high school, that age. Um, I remember my dad took me up there for a concert a couple of times, which is really cool. But yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it then and I definitely do really want to go back. Uh, recently, uh, Logan, my girlfriend, her, um, her cousin got married in Brooklyn. 
so that was really cool so we got up there like early enough that we could just walk around and we just like walked down to one of the local pizza shops and got a couple slices so it felt like I got like a pretty full Brooklyn experience which was awesome that is hype um you said that was recently yeah that was um I couldn't tell you the date but pretty recently yeah just to bring up uh, my my uh, my trip there in high school one more time, I didn't get to try any New York pizza there. <laughs> we had dinner one evening, and you know it's because it's a it was a school sponsored event or whatever. You know that their pockets are got to be pretty affordable for everybody. You know where they took us? Olive Garden. Sabaro. Oh no. Sabaro, bro. Sabaro. I couldn't believe it. And you ate Sabaro in yeah. New York City. Yeah, yeah. It dude, it was awful. It was it, I mean, I was just so upset. I I know uh me and my buddy Nick, we were we couldn't believe it cuz it's like, bro, like what are we doing here? Is it that's a huge chain, isn't it? I didn't even know what it was until my buddy started telling me about it. I knew it wasn't classic New York pizza because it looked like CC's or something, but it might be the biggest chain. That's like gas station pizza. Oh, uh, yeah, th- no, that's what it was. It was yeah. for sure Sabaro. Yeah, and then they brought out like um, I remember they brought out this huge bowl of salad. <laughs> you know what was in the salad? <laughs> Come on, what was in the salad? Had a Sabaro. Yes, lettuce. Way too big pieces of tomato. <laughs> um, maybe like some onion, some red onion, some tomatoes. You're missing, you're missing the one ingredient that's not supposed to be in there, though. Pepperoncinis. Nope. Banana pepper. This thing, um, it was either it was either a cricket or a grasshopper. There were bugs in it. <laughs> there was one bug in the salad. It was either a cricket or a grasshopper. I swear. I swear, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, that's that's what that's what you get for bringing us to Sabaro, in New York City, right? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, whose idea was that? It wasn't mine. Whack. But I will say, even though I didn't get New York pizza. Um, we ended up going down the street and they were having a, a, a Romanian festival and they had all this street food and that stuff was fire. They had like, uh, euros and everything. Oh, fuck All yeah. the lamb. Fuck bro. Yeah. So good. Dude. Should have had your boy who copped the Yeezys buy pizza for everyone. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I missed that. Yeah. I for sure should have done that, dude. But I, I didn't see the vision, man. I, like I said, I didn't even know what Sabara was when we got there. I had no idea. I'm like, okay, they got like an Italian flag on the on the storefront. M- must be uh, semi-decent, right? Nope, we put crickets in your salad, and you've got you've got gas station pizza coming your way, buddy. Never again. Um. <laughs> Bro, I'm serious. Let's, I'm not even lying. Let's uh, let's circle back a little bit. All right, all right. Um. All right. When's the last time you've been on a camping trip? So I feel like we talked about you were on a beach trip and then obviously your 
New York pizza experience left a little bit to be desired. But camping, I know you're kind of an outdoors guy, so when's the last time you were camping? Camping, I'm not sure if we talked about this on another recording of the podcast, but the last time I went camping was this past summer, actually. Uh, I think it was in late July or or sometime in June. But uh, we went to this... Um, this this music festival down below Harrisonburg, uh, I think it's called Mount. It's it's in Mount Solon, I believe, or Natural Chimneys, um, and they have like bluegrass music, uh, jam bands, folk music, um, re- really good mix of um, some good artists and bands and stuff like that. But yeah, we camped out for two days there. Um, yeah, pretty good time. I enjoy camping and we I we don't do it as much as I'd like to. Um especially in the summertime. It's I'm not too big on camping in the summer just because of how hot it is, but we got lucky with the weather there when we were there. But um I feel like early fall is like the best time to go. Yeah, I've been camping in the summer at the beach and it was a miserable experience. <laughs> I remember you telling me about this. Yeah. Uh Shout out Nick and Brian. I know you all probably listen to this. Um, and it was a fucking awesome trip. Like overall, you know, just an amazing, like every part of it went right, except for the fact that it was the three of us sharing a tent and none of us are very small people. Right. So, and just like sitting, like laying in like sweat and sand stuck to you, dude. I swear I'd never be in a tent again. But a few years have passed now. I feel like I'm I'm ready to go back because I do love being like in a camping setting. You know, like I've right like those Colorado trips and stuff. I was talking about my dad used to always have a camper, or if he didn't have the camper, we would like rent out cabins, which is what we do now because he doesn't um, bring the camper anymore. But um, I definitely love that like that whole setting, you know, but just being in a tent has been something I've never been a huge fan of, but you try it again. Yeah. I'm, I'm back. I mean, yeah. I'm back. Camping at the beach has to be one of the toughest camping experiences. I feel like the sand would, would bug the heck out of me too. Like, so it wasn't really like on the beach, on the beach. It's like a campground. Um, but was it like a, it was like a sandy lot? No. Um, but like, the more I think about it, I don't even really know how the fuck we got sand in our tent because <laughs> there wasn't <laughs> even sand by, nearby. I got you. But I feel like that's just one of those things that just fucking sticks to you when you go to the beach. Yeah, that's true. Man, yeah, that's tough. You, yeah. It couldn't be me in a tent with three other dudes in the middle of the summer. At Suspect. Beach. Could not do it. <sighs> <laughs> what about, um? I don't know. I When we went camping recently... We just had a tent, and we had um, a couple cots, like cots that we could set up to sleep on and stuff. Um, but I think um, I think camping and, like, sleeping in hammocks is, I think that's kind of underrated. I haven't, I can't say I've done it before, but I have, like, my own hammock that I'll take when I go hiking and things like that. And it's always nice to set it up between the trees and chill in that for a while, you know. Like I said, I, I don't know if I would be able to do 
six to eight hours sleeping in it, but I can take a little nap here and there. and I enjoy it. Yeah, on that trip, I feel like I would have preferred to sleep the whole night in a hammock, but... And this is going to sound weird, but I don't know if I've ever laid in a hammock for more than 10 minutes. Seriously? Yeah. I don't even really know why. It's not like I have a problem with it, but yeah, I never had one as a kid. Um, and we never, that was never like a thing we would bring along on camping trips. Um, I remember on that trip, uh, my buddy had one, um, but for whatever reason, I, uh, I wasn't into it. Here's a question. Would you have like a hammock set up at your house? Like a forever, not forever hammock. <laughs> like not one of the ones that like folds them into a bag, but like a big, like one that's like out of ropes and shit. Would you, is that something you would have at your house? So growing up, I had, um, we had, we had like trees around our house and stuff, but the hammock we had wasn't from tree to tree it was actually on um we had two like i think four by fours or six by sixes in the ground as like two posts and we had a hammock on that um and i i enjoyed having it just because it'd be nice to go out and, and just chill and you know swing for a while but as far as my house now i, I don't i think the only way i would do it is if i had two big trees to to set it on, I don't think I'd want to put posts on the ground or have one of those hammocks with. It's all like metal bars and stuff. I don't. I'm not, I'm not really into the uh, the aesthetic of those. Yeah, the post is okay, but the the metal ones that are like freestanding. Nah, not for me. It kind of kills the vibe. I feel like of the whole thing. I remember a good friend of mine, Patrick. Shout out. Um, <laughs> he had a lake house and they had a big ass hammock there at the lake house and that was pretty cool because like you could like it was wasn't like right on the lake but it was just like a kind of a few steps away um but that was probably the only time i feel like i've seen someone have like a big like rope hammock that they never took down you know they just left it up yeah yeah Yeah, i know um i think some sometimes with those you have to it's good to take them down seasonally depending depending on the weather because i think you'll get more out of it for a longer time, you know, versus like the rope starts dry riding and stuff. But, um, yeah, I just, um, the bag hammock I have, I got some time in high school and I found myself always taking it on hikes to hang and stuff like that. Um, and then recently, uh, I went to like this bachelor weekend type thing down in West Virginia, uh, I guess a couple months ago now. And we went to this, I believe it was a lake, and it was like this perfect spot for cliff jumping into the water. But because there were cliffs like right nearby, there wasn't a nice like, uh, there wasn't really a beachy area to set up, to set up chairs or anything. Because it was a pretty steep service with uh, pretty jagged rocks and everything. But I brought my hammock to that, and of course they had two perfect trees. So I set it up there, and it was real nice swinging by the water and everything, and Sort of felt, um, I don't know. I was very fortunate to have it or else I wouldn't have enjoyed myself that much having to sit on like a super steep hill and stuff like that. But hanging by the water was was really nice. Yeah, I think I definitely wouldn't have one like fully set up in my yard. But I think when I have 
space and trees around my house, I'll definitely invest in one, like just a bag one to keep. Um, cause like I said, I've never really like laid in one for very long, but I couldn't even really tell you why it's not a anti hammock thing. It's just a, I guess I'd never really had too much of an opportunity to do so. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Plus I think those, those bag hammocks are so easy to store and they're easy to put away and you can, um, for mine, I I bought like these set of straps with it, so you just hang the straps up, and you, it's they're super easy to adjust if you're like, if you've got two trees that are very far apart or pretty close together. Um, yeah, I've given some thought of setting one up on my balcony here, but I don't think <laughs> I'd be more worried about like not it not being able to support, like holding up. Yeah. What would you would it just be hanging? So we have these like. We have like wood going all the way around, right? And we right. have some hooks in there that are already in there. Yeah, as if somebody else did it. But they're they're small, you know. Uh, like I would I would feel better if I put like big hooks in. Thirty hooks in. It's also like, am I gonna drill that big of a hole in this place that I do not own? Right. You know? <laughs> right. Um, but the thought has crossed my mind on some of the nicer days just to set up a hammock out there. You think you could get away with uh, saying the holes are there? before you guys moved in it'd be hard because i'd want to do like good hooks you know what i mean yeah Uh, and i feel like the holes would be pretty big but maybe shit i don't know i mean you think they took photos before you guys moved in i feel like that would be the professional thing to do but if this place is doing the professional thing all the time i'm not sure yeah i might be something to think about Think Depending so. on how long you see both of you guys hanging out in this specific place. Yeah. I mean, we'd love it here. But it is nice that there's already hooks out there because, like, Logan hung some lights up. Um, and then here in a couple months, start putting some Christmas shit up. So um, I know for me, this will be the first time I've had my own space to decorate for Christmas. Now, I can't remember. Were you already in your first place last year at Christmas time? Yeah, we moved in in like um early December. So we we decorated some, but we didn't we didn't go all out. I we'll probably uh put a decent amount of decorations up. I'm not sure if we're going to put a tree up or not, but got to have a Christmas tree. I know. We had we had a we had a couple small ones up, but the thing is it's like are you a real Christmas tree person or a fake Christmas tree person? So, um, I've always like had this desire to be a real Christmas tree person, but I've like growing up, it's always been fake. Um, and I never like, so I guess for me, it just, it would be like a totally new experience to get a real Christmas tree. Cause it wasn't like a thing we did when I was a kid. Um, I think we might've had one maybe like when I was really, really young, but a real one. Yeah. Um, but my memory of that is super, super hazy, but um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess this is lame, but fake ones are just so easy, you know. Yeah, but they're also. I mean, I don't know what what the range is from like cheap fake Christmas trees to nicer ones, but I've heard they can get pretty expensive. So you're saying that you're not familiar with the way you're not familiar with the market of fake Christmas trees right now? Correct. 
I know that they're. I've heard they're pretty expensive though, and I guess the idea is because it's it's a one time purchase, right? And you're using it for however many years. They can definitely get expensive because I think you can buy them like pre lit and stuff. So those ones are super easy. You just set them up and plug it in. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's just like I said, it's what we did growing up. So I could see myself kind of just doing the same thing, especially if. Like, my parents want to get a new one or something, and they were just like, do you want this? I'm not going to say no, you know. Right. It's, it's a free Christmas tree, especially here, because getting a real Christmas tree in here seems like a bit much. But in your situation, I feel like it's a little different. But then you got to worry about the needles falling. If you've got a little little puppy running around, he might be chewing on, the, chewing on different things, you know what I mean? But I don't know. seems a little crazy that we're talking about Christmas trees um, in the middle of October, but I will say that I went into, went into Lowe's at the end of September, or maybe it was like the first weekend of October, and they had the Santa Clauses out, they had, they had all the decorations out already, I'm like, it's not even Halloween. Yeah, I mean, I try not to let myself like get too too into the whole Christmas spirit and stuff too early because then I feel like by the time Christmas rolls around you're already sick of it you're over it yeah no I feel you because I definitely like I don't want to be a Scrooge you know but I've always been like pretty heavy on enjoying Thanksgiving and then like Black Friday just start like full on you know I'm down to listen to Christmas I'm down for all of it as soon as Thanksgiving's over but before that I don't want really anything to do with it no Christmas music, no decoration, none of that. No, I'm the same way, man. Once I can't, I don't want nothing to do with it until Thanksgiving's over. Yeah, Thanksgiving's a great holiday. So I just feel like, you know, gets overlooked. I mean, I'm not saying I'm going to decorate for it, obviously, but. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it is like kind of tempting to jump into Christmas stuff early because, like, it is, like, nice to have Christmas stuff on the walls and it makes everything feel pretty cozy, but. Yeah, I just feel like my mom loves Christmas, so she decorates yes. super, super early, um, which is cool because it's cool to go to the house and see it all decorated, but I just remember one of the years, just by the time Christmas actually got there, it was like, dude, I've been in this decoration okay. space for like two months now. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So, uh, speaking of Christmas... How does this how does this photo make you feel? <laughs> I can't see it. Let me grab it. So for those of you listening then CJ and I are, are sitting about 11 feet away from each other right now. <laughs> and now he's looking at the photo. <laughs> and here is his reaction. What is it? <laughs> I don't it's the fucking <laughs> What is it? Come on. It's the deal or no deal guy. Yeah, who? With I don't who the fuck is deal or no Howie, deal? Howie Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. Hold up, bro. I can't not be knowing who Howie Mandel is on, right. on I forgot I didn't know his last name. I what was, a fuck. I'm glad you remembered that. Fuck. Howie. Howie. With <laughs> just like 10 maybe 
chicks wearing like Santa outfits. Yeah. And one sitting on his lap. He's sitting on one's lap. He's sitting on. <laughs> <laughs> this is great my podcasting. Guess, my, my guess is they're the, the, the deal or no deal ladies who hold the briefcase. Right. Okay. Right. I think right. that's my assumption. Right. Um, but yeah, so how do you feel about. <laughs> What do you think about game shows? Because me personally, I feel like Deal or No Deal was one of those shows that I feel like was on primetime television for a brief amount of time. And I could say I watched it a fair bit and then eventually got the boot and it was only on whatever the the game network or the game show network or whatever. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, I love game shows. I, specifically, I just fucking love Family Feud. What? Dude, Family Feud with my man Steve Harvey. Yeah, I never I never got into it that much, to be honest. Bro, uh, like, throwing on some fucking game show network and watching, like, a fucking five episodes of Family Feud in a <laughs> row, there's, like, that's how you spend a fucking evening, dude. But, so, is Family Feud, that's the show where they have on, they'll have on, like, two different team, like, of families, right? Yeah. And there's a theme or a category and you just have to try to guess what words fit that category. So they ask, like they're all from surveys. So, Oh, that's the survey says. Yeah. Ah, okay. So it's like we asked a hundred people this question and then you bring in and try to answer what you think the top, whatever seven, eight answers are. Okay. Huh. But it's really just Steve Harvey, dude. Like, just watching Steve he's Harvey. A comedian. Yeah, it's just fucking him interacting with people makes it worth it. I gotcha. I actually think, um, I think uh, the Kardashians and Kanye did an episode of that. Oh, really? Feud, I think so. Yeah, I want to say I've seen a clip of that. Yeah, they do celebrity family feud is a pretty uh, big thing. I gotcha. Um, I'm not a fan of the celebrity one, though, only because, like, <laughs> I'm not a fan of celebrity family feud because it's all for charity. That sounds really it's that crappy of you to say. It's a, not a great audio clip. But what I mean by that is, like, I just feel like they don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I like when the families are on because I feel like they're, like, really fucking trying hard to win this shit. Because they're winning, like, you know, thousands of dollars. Life-changing money. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like you're you're more likely to get those organic, um, uh, what's... The, the less politically correct answers for stuff, whereas celebrities are probably, like, kind of worried about what their answers are going to be. Plus, there's, like, such a nice awkwardness to a game show that you lose when it's celebrities because they're all trained to be on camera. You know what I mean? And it's not like they're... <laughs> it's not like they're being bad people or anything or boring. It's mm-hmm. just, like, it loses a little bit of that feel, like, the ordinary people aren't there. So it's... I don't know. I feel like you're more just watching, like, celebrities interact with each other than you are watching a game show. Yeah, that's valid. I feel you on that. Um, did you ever watch uh, How to Be a Millionaire? Or I think that's what it's called. Or First to Be a Million. The, so you want to be million- a millionaire? Yeah, is so that what it wanna, is? Something like that. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I remember it. I remember the four. Without you, just you would just answer questions, and you, they kept being worth more. Right? It was like trivia. Yeah, and you could you could phone a friend. You could let the audience uh, do the poll, and you picked like whatever. They do the percentage of who picks what answer, and then you could um, do a 
I think those were like the three different things you could choose, but I watched that so much when I was younger. Cash Cab. No, never heard of it. What is that? You never heard of it? I don't think so. Um, it was a trivia show, but <laughs> it was um like this taxi driver would just pick people up, and for the entirety of their ride, they would answer trivia, and uh. I think they had three strikes, and if you got all three strikes before your ride was over, like he would just kick you out of the fucking car. He'd say, and you wouldn't get any money. No, but. But there was the same thing. You could call someone if you needed help with one, and then one of them you could, like, he would pull over and you could ask someone on the street. So you had, like, lifelines? Yeah, you had a couple. And then, oh, at the very end, that when they arrived at their destination, like, they would have, like, a total of money that they won, right? So he would say, okay, you can take your money and go, or you can do double or nothing <laughs> one question. Would you take double or nothing in that situation? Or would you just take your money and leave? Depends. Well, wait. On the double or nothing, if you have Lifeline saved up, can you use them? I want to say no. Because that depends. I want to say... Let's say no. All right. Um, and how much money How much money do I have before, before double or nothing? You racked up... Because I don't remember them like throwing around life changing money. I I feel like it was a smaller amount. Especially in a cab. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if it was just something that I randomly got selected for, I'd be cool with taking the 800 cash. You know? Yeah, I feel like that's when it came down to it, that's what I would do. But it's also like you could take the double or nothing and if you lose... You still got a free taxi ride. No, I'm probably taking the 800 to be taking honest. Taking the 800 and going. Yeah, I mean, I like I said, when it really ca- if it actually like happened to me, I think that's what I would do too. Right. I mean, yeah. I just I don't I don't know, man. Because you're not I, a gambler. Nah, I mean sometimes. I mean, when, every time I wake up in the morning, I'm gambling. <laughs> Fact. Every every time I every time I walk out the house, I'm taking a gamble. You feel me? Yeah. But. I don't know, man. Eight hundred to sixteen hundred. I nah. I'm taking eight hundred. Something like that. I f- I feel like I don't really have any other skin in the game, so I'll just I'll be up eight hundred instead of sixteen hundred then. Right. And it's not. I don't know. It's a gamble, so I'm cool with eight hundred. Fair enough. That's the one I remember the most watching as a kid was Cash Cab. I think it was just because my grandma liked it, or maybe I just watched it at my grandma's house. That's always it, bro. Because that's the only reason I watched that. Uh, who wants to be a millionaire? I was at my grandma's house, and we just always had it on. In college, uh, me and my friends would watch Game Show Network. Sometimes Matt and that that whole crew, me and Matt, okay, just Family Feud, Family or what? Feud, straight up, dude. That's crazy. If they changed to something else. Fuck it, turn that show. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, dude. Did you ever play? Um, or did you ever watch? They had this word game, Lingo, I think, where you could. Um, maybe it was sort of like. Might have been sort of, you had to like guess the word, but it was like you could get letters. Well, no, that sounds like it's Wheel of Fortune. No, it's a different game, but it does sound like Wheel of Fortune. Um, I mean, I feel like they're kind of all just playing off of each other, so there it could be like, right. yeah, I don't, I don't think you're, pro- you're probably not very far off. I haven't heard of at least by that name, but 
Wheel of Fortune's definitely popular. I used to like that show sometimes. I mean, that was like, it was either Wheel of Fortune or Jeopardy, and I feel like you knew what kind of person you were if you were doing Wheel of Fortune or if you were the person doing Jeopardy. I fucking love Jeopardy. Do you like Jeopardy? Yeah, well, I've in that sense of like comparing the two, I feel like Jeopardy is more, no disrespect to any Wheel of Fortune uh, connoisseurs out there, but I feel like Jeopardy is more of a academia type uh, game show, you know? Yeah, it's it can definitely be a fast track to make you feel dumb, though. Exactly. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, I am the dumb. Channel, so. That's when you flip over the Wheel of Fortune and you guess a couple words and buy a few vowels, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. Make yourself feel better. Exactly. But, but man, it, it is fucking satisfying to get some... Like, if you can rattle off a couple Jeopardy answers in a row, it, it is pretty satisfying. Yeah. Especially if... Um, the people on the show are getting them wrong and you're getting them right. Yeah. There's a there's a satisfying <laughs> feeling to that. Getting final jeopardy, it's a high unlike anything else. I don't know if I've ever gotten the final jeopardy. Daily double? Oh, dude. It, also, that's another thing. If you're not going for a true daily double, I don't know if I can fuck with you. Nah. We better not have anybody listen to this podcast who's not going for a daily double. I'll tell you that right if now. If you're not going for the true daily double and you're listening right now, I still love you. But... Think about your morals. Turn your phone off respectfully. Read a book. Unsubscribe and then resubscribe. Find God. Okay, I feel like pretty much covered everything. We can wrap it up. Yeah, yeah, I feel you. Alrighty, well, thank you guys for tuning in to episode three of the Good Fridays podcast. Like we said in at the start of the podcast, we just got our Instagram up and running. You can find us at goodfridays.co and uh shout out to everybody who's been showing love so far um comments on our initial post reposting on their stories um trying to get our name out there a little more so if you can please tell a friend to tell a friend um and we'd love feedback or any critiquing from from our audience things you'd like to hear us talk about um some music that you'd like us to check out or if you're just interested in coming on for an episode or something, shoot us a DM on Instagram, and uh, we can take it from there. Check out our playlist. It updates every week. Um, get you Hopefully get you on some new music that you haven't heard before, or just songs that you love a lot that you've heard a million times. Yeah, yeah. I forgot to mention that. We've got our Spotify playlist. Um, as the link in our bio right now... Um, but by the time you're hearing this, we'll probably have a link tree up there, um, which you can find our podcast on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, and then our Spotify playlist on Spotify, obviously. And I think we might have to um, throw it up for Apple Music, too, because I do know we have some audience members who rep uh, Apple Music. Yeah, we'll get you guys taken care of. For sure. Any last minute shout outs? Uh, like I said, shout out to everybody uh, tuning in. We we are super thankful for all the support, um, all the love we've been getting, and super excited to see uh, where we can take this to. Big shout out to the fans. Fan love. Fan love. Uh, all right. Love you guys. Peace.